0: We get into Defender Discussions. It is October the 19th, and uh, we were just discussing a lot of things off mic. Let's go on mic and be official. And uh, we are joined, I, I am, with... Josh Tatton. And... Matt Boss. And we're going to talk about the week that was and some uh, some big happenings. We'll talk about conference meetings, and uh, we'll tell you what we can about schedules coming up. And uh, let's begin with what has happened most recently I think the soccer teams just pulled into campus <laughs> after driving overnight from Jamestown. No, I'm kidding. I think they probably got back. I would guess around Five three. Or six. Well, I'm hoping four, ish.
1: We'll see. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, at least they could sleep easy. A couple of four nothing victories for them. I know um, you watched watched as much you, as I you could. You did of the men's game. Yes, the first one got some early goals and put themselves in a pretty good position.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was actually, before this, I was talking to Coach Bordeaux, and the first goal came off a set piece. Um, it was a mess in the box. Blake Hansen put it in. Um, Also really good to see Blake Hansen get one, a, mm-hmm. another one. He's not had the year he had last year, but still been fairly productive, his fifth goal of the year. Um, but Bordeaux was saying, your chances of winning the game when you score a set piece on the road like skyrockets, hmm. which I never knew, actually um okay and okay. so they got a set piece and then they converted a transition piece with tyson reitzma uh late in the first half with about four minutes left in the the first half uh, assisted by narcus so that was really good to see and then two goals in the second half by marco Lanen off across a i think one was across a, a through ball that he made a move on mm-hmm. the 18 and finished it back post that was beautiful um mitch uh, came up with 14 saves. Yep.
0: Yeah, they were 13
1: uh, of those in the second half.
0: Yeah, they were blistering it for a yeah, little while.
1: And what what Bordeaux was saying, Mitch is the MVP of that game. Like he saved them, um, especially since Jamestown had to win that game. Hmm. They had they had to win that game if they wanted to keep their tournament hopes alive. Okay. And so they were throwing everything at Dort Sure in the second half. <clears throat> um, had nothing to lose. Um, but Mitch kept the clean sheet, so that hmm. was huge. Real big for the men. Sets the
0: men up pretty well
1: moving forward yeah, as well. And, um, I mean we'll
0: we'll talk about the the big picture in a little bit, but uh three games remaining, three contests. Um
1: Doan, Doan Hastings Waldorf at Hastings home with Waldorf to finish it. And I don't want to, you know, count my chickens before they hatch, no. but I mean those are three winnable games. And Hastings yeah. you've never said that about before. No. But they I suppose Hastings looks like a winnable game. Waldorf has struggled, and don't. Don't is always a sneaky, tough one. Always, every year. So, are we going to Hastings next Wednesday? (laughs) Yeah. Who did we
0: make angry?
1: We were just talking about that, right? And I was looking, I was like, man. And then the women play at like 8 p.m. again. So, it's like, oh, geez. Okay, well. Finish off against Waldorf, defender days.
0: Such is life. You watched the women's game. Sure. I did. I I had some trepidation with that one because Jamestown is – really good. And I, I was in and out for the evening. I, I, I saw the score of the men's game. It was two nothing. First time I checked the score, I was able to breathe easily. I saw three nothing and then four nothing. And that was great. I got busy with something else then. And I pulled the women's contest up on line to watch it. And I was thinking, oh boy, I hope we're doing okay. And it's like, hmm, three nothing. We're ahead. Yeah. Okay. And then my, I automatically think, well, Karina Tell and Jocelyn Terpstra must have scored three goals, and we're in good shape. And I pull the stats up, and it's three different players scored one goal each. And I, th- I thought there were just a lot of good things for the women's game last night.
2: Really, it was a great game for uh, the defenders. I sent uh, Durbin a text afterwards and just congratulated him. He said, "Yeah." I really can't. I was on cloud nine. I was so focused. I just sure. t- don't really know what happened in the game. So he was pretty pumped. Um, just an outstanding effort for the ladies. Uh, as you said, Four different players, Keely Colbrick, Jocelyn Terpstra, Ellie Stewart, Karina Tell, all scored. And then uh, Josh said it about the men clean sheet for the goalie yeah. for Lydia Zylstra. And it looked to me like
0: Jamestown's scoring opportunities when I was watching pretty limited. They, I mean, especially in the second half. The yes. second half just, I don't want to say it was a whole hum affair, but it. There wasn't much to it in terms of a threat or you felt like, oh, Jamestown figured something out and they're going to really take
2: advantage. Right. Early on, there was a couple of chances that Jamestown had and Lydia made some nice saves. After that, really no threats. It was a strong effort defensively. Um, I have a couple of questions for Durbin later about minutes played because you look at the, the sheet, and we played a lot of people in a lot of different minutes. So, yeah, just some questions there in terms of did, were we injured, were we banged up. Right. You know, those are the things that I want to know. And sometimes
0: you think, okay, you're up 2 nothing or 3 nothing, and you have some flexibility in terms of you can spread the minutes around, which uh, talking to uh, the football coach that we're going to be playing against this weekend we talked about keeping people fresh. Maybe maybe that's what you need to do over the next uh, couple of weeks is spread the minutes around as much as you can.
2: And big picture, you know, we're going to talk about the big picture, but both teams, it's been a while since we've gone on that road trip and beaten Jamestown yeah. up, up there. Not an easy road trip, and Jamestown has had some real good success of late, so I, it's good. Have we, I, I mean, and you guys did the prep
0: work and you did the previews. Have we beaten the Jamestown women up there when they've been in the league? I don't think so. It see, was prior. I, I was. I
1: mean, the last win before this week was 2016.
0: Yeah, I see. So. I, I was thinking Dave Shank when he was coaching used to take his team up there about this time of the year. There was an open gap in her schedule, and he would go up. He'd go there with the women and the men. And there was a year that I think they swept them, and I don't know what year that would have been, but. A, that was – the the length of the road trip and the quality of the opponent really
2: makes it a challenge when you go on that trip, kind of like Hastings. And you look at the four goals for both the men and the women, I think that's the high that we've ever scored against Jamestown, either the high or matched the high, and we don't shut them out. So you just look at all the great things that our soccer teams did last night. Right. The women had Saturday off, the men played on Friday
0: night, and – I don't want to. When I stopped in and talked to Coach Bordeaux on Monday morning, I said, man, that one, yeah, that one was right there. And he said, if we learn from it, it will be a good thing because he gave up a tie with under 10 seconds left, didn't clear it when it was in the box, all that kind of stuff that you look back on and say, ah, but. The early returns are maybe they figured something out and maybe there was an urgency that they they now understand that you need to play with to finish out games.
1: Yeah, I think I woke them up for the last the home stretch of the I conference so. play. Yeah. I think it did, especially from what I heard from Coach Wanninger, um, is that they came in a little confident. Yeah. Like it's a struggling Buena one of team. Yeah. Like they
0: And it's rainy. It was rainy. Cold. It was a weird it was a weird day. You're it ahead. was a Friday. Yeah, you're ahead. And
1: um one of the goals was just another mistake by goalkeeper um and i mean that that compounds especially with the northwestern game being the lone goal and yep. mistake as well yep. so it's like you have a lot of time to think about it yeah um but i think can can there ever be a good loss? I think if there is that, or not even a loss, but a tie, I think that is a good one to have, where it wakes you up before the. And it's non-conference, really it. and
0: exactly. The the reality is, and I know this is so far out on the horizon, but if this team, neither of these teams, is going to be an AQ in terms of a regular season automatic qualifier for the national championship field, and I I say this knowing this is way out there. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm not predicting anything. I don't want it to be misinterpreted as that. But if you want the, your goal from a competitive standpoint is to be playing good soccer at the end of the year, get into the postseason, can you string three wins together and make it into the national tournament, something that our men's team has never done and our women's team has done, I think, twice, that may be helps you refocus, as you say. So coming up this weekend, the Doan Tigers at home, that is a two o'clock start, or is that the noon it's start? It's two
1: and four fifteen. Yep, so, so you're
0: going to be finishing out in the dark. It's going to be a nice day for soccer, the way it looks. Temps in the 50s and 60s, so and then it's uh, off to Hastings on Wednesday. What do the standings look like? I glanced at them last night, but I don't know that the final results for everybody was in at that point. Let's so, start with the men.
1: So for our men, we are sitting. Let's see. what is this one, two, three, four? Five, they're sixth right now, but they're tied, or they're right behind Hastings, who has sixteen or fifteen points. Dort has thirteen. Hastings and Morningside tied with 15.
0: And how many games have Hast- has Hastings played in conference play? Uh,
1: it looks like we have nine games played. That's for Dort. Hastings, no, I'm sorry. Hastings with nine And games we have
0: played eight. eight. So, right there's a difference, yep. too. They've only got two games remaining. We've got three. So,
1: and then, I'm yep. not
0: going to spend too much time on standings. You know my feelings on that. Two weeks we'll, out. We'll wait We'll Next wait. Next <laughs> week, at this time, we'll have a much clearer picture.
2: Women. Women. Uh, I, I saw they fourth right now? They are tied for third with Midland, but they lose the tie break head-to-head if that plays out. Okay. So, uh, five, two, and two. Uh, Concordia is a team in front of them, and Hastings, still on our schedule, is in first place right now. Kind of running away with it. Ranked ranked Hastings, might we add. And uh, women
0: have won... Five out of six now, yeah, something like they're that? They're on a
2: six-match, six win, win unbeaten streak, Five right. yeah. zero and, and one Stupid tie in there. I know. Oh, well.
1: Could could have easily been a win. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the tough part about sports, right? It's could have been a
0: loss, too. True. That's what my 91-year-old mother would have pointed out, is <laughs> it could be a
1: loss, too. So. It can go either way all yep. the time. Yep. We love athletics. All
0: right, so that's soccer. Um, volleyball, the Defender women facing Midland last weekend, and uh, Midland... Uh, it's a nine and nine, and they were rated in the top 20, right? Crazy. Um, obviously, there's some respect there for the program and the longstanding tradition and success that Paul Gieselman and his coaching staff has had there. Our women played shorthanded, end up getting beat 3-1. I thought competed very well for the fact that it was a mix-and-match day in terms of a lineup. I mean, it was it was a lot of things going on, and then we have a player go down with an injury, so you've got more things going on. But ah, what they were in position to win set four and push it to set five, and then anything can happen. So it, it feels like they're that close as I rub my fingers together, but... Just a little bit short against Midland on Saturday,
2: like you said, they competed. They competed well. They competed hard. Uh, the injury that you're talking about happened in early in set two, and we could have folded, but they did. Yeah. We adjusted on the fly. Volleyball is not an easy sport. You got to no. figure out the rotation and who's where, and and we did. And we're doing some interesting. I mean, I don't mean that
0: negatively. We're doing some things out of the ordinary with our rotation, anyhow. Yeah. Yep. And so it, you're really trying to just plug people in and making it
2: work. Just a couple of points, and uh, we win that fourth set, and you never know in the fifth.
0: Yeah, nothing easier this weekend. They're hosting Jamestown. That's a 3.30 start time. Jamestown, really, really good in women's volleyball. Um, They were national champion this year. We've talked about that. I don't know that they're quite to that level yet, but they do have some players that played at that point at that level, and uh, going to get a first-hand look at them on Saturday.
2: They are a solid team. They do everything well. Yeah. They're not going to beat themselves. So let's see what Dort can do. Yeah, hopefully he would come back a little healthy
0: too. Yeah, it it, it really would be. And it sounds when I exchanged uh, communication with uh, Coach Smith the, earlier this week and over the weekend and. Um, It sounds promising that we'll have an Ellie doctor back in uniform. That's the hope. Um,
1: That's great news. And so, I
0: mean, she was having a great year up to this point. Um, Brooklyn Lusing, the player who was injured on Saturday, uh, the early indication was she probably won't be available. But – and uh I, I never like to play doctor, but and we'll let them do their thing and run their course. But um both of I mean, we talked about soccer wrapping up, volleyball not that far from being over. I think two weeks from Tuesday. I mean mm-hmm.
1: they end on twelve Halloween. days
0: from now. Twelve yep. days from now we're closing things down, right? Give or take.
1: On the road against Morningside yep. on October thirty first.
0: Yeah. So um they're still in the hunt for a postseason spot. Uh they got three conference wins. I believe the team that is occupying eighth place has four conference wins. Um, I think there's a critical matchup. Doan and Hastings have to play each other. And one of those is going to get, I think one has four wins, one has three wins, correct?
1: Yep. Yes. Doan with four, Hastings with three. Yep.
0: So Doan wins. It gets really challenging. Hastings wins. And if our team can somehow find their way to two wins over the next four matches, we could leapfrog them. I mean, that is out there. But, you know, we've got to find a way to scratch out a couple of wins in a season where wins have been really challenging to come by. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, still in the hunt. That's what you want. You want a chance. You win matches, you um, get in. So we'll we'll see. Also of note, volleyball, that conference race, I've been bragging up Concordia. I mean, they are oh, yeah. awesome. They are the best team I saw, and they go on the road and get swept on Saturday. So that does show what I know. Um, <laughs> it also, I think, shows the level of difficulty in terms of going on the road and trying to trying to put it together. And I mean, they got swept by Northwestern, and Northwestern positioned themselves now very nicely to grab the number one seed after I I just didn't know, and
2: they did what they needed to do on Saturday. It is hard to run the table in this conference, and Concordia found that out Saturday.
0: Had that conversation with somebody earlier this week, and I said, you know, the year... And I don't. I'm not living in the past, but I do draw things from it. The year that our women went undefeated in volleyball conference play, I think Emma Altina and Jamie uh, Gacyk still call her by her maiden name. Um, when they were playing that group, they went unbeaten. And it's a you have to do. I mean, everybody wants to beat you, and you've got to show up and execute and figure it out every night. And you got to stay away from injuries. I mean, so there is. I'm not calling it luck, but you knew need to. You need a lot of things to go right. So that's volleyball. Um, let's. We'll, we'll wait with football for just a little bit. We're going to talk about cross country and a big meet coming up this Saturday and the final tune-up before the conference championship in a couple of weeks. And uh, this one is hosted by DONE and. Man, we only run four or five regular season meets. Uh, it feels like each one
2: carries a significant amount, amount of magnitude, Matt. Yeah, it sure does. And one thing I'll say is this is the last meet for that will compete as a full squad. This mm-hmm. is the last yeah. meet for runners who are outside of our top 10 to compete. So it's important for them, and it's important for us. Um, in terms of the field, it's a, it's a large meet, 23 teams on both the men and the women, and they are all NAI teams because uh, it's somewhat of an NAI preview. Taking a look at the quality of competition for the men, eight of the 23 teams are ranked. okay. Led, led by <laughs> uh, Dort actually is the highest-ranked men's team that's competing Oklahoma City's eight. You have Southern Oregon. College of Idaho is also in the top ten and nine. On the ladies' side of the 23 teams, nine are ranked, including number one and defending champion Taylor, and of those ranked teams, there are five teams in the top ten on the women's side. So competition is going to be pretty tough this weekend. But it's good to see.
0: Have you talked to Coach Wolf much this week leading up to it? I have.
2: What would you like to know? Well,
0: I, I'm I'm curious. <laughs> how do you prepare? I mean this this also this almost has the feel of a conference or national championship type race where you want to perform well there's a lot of different reasons for that what uh, how is he approaching this i mean is this a conference championship type race for this group or is this just another step along the way
2: i think he views it as it's just another stepping stone okay you know in preparation for the g pack uh, which is coming up in 2 weeks okay. i really think yeah let's see how we shape up but more than that i don't think so i think he's kind of downplaying it and it's just another chance to to race and to show us where we're at okay
0: well and that's probably the best way to approach it because yep. you can only go to the well so many times in terms of hey this pound the fist on the table right. and this is a big meat right i mean athletes know it's a big meat and good athletes or athletes at this point i mean they they want to do well it's you you shouldn't have to convince them and Seems like a couple pretty driven groups. What time are they running on Saturday?
2: 10 and 10.45, the the women is first.
0: It could even be a little bit warm. Yeah. I mean, for this time of the year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's south. It's at Mahoney State Park. Coach Wool said it's a fast, flat course. I don't know what that means. Uh, (laughs) All
1: courses are slow to me.
2: (laughs) Who it favors. Um, And we're pretty much full strength. You know, you got the sicknesses going around. But I I think we're going to run pretty, uh, full strength.
0: Okay. Well, and that's, uh, we'll follow the results there. I mean, obviously it's a big day because we've got a football game happening over in Orange City. We've got doubleheader soccer happening here. Uh, volleyball also happening here and uh, it's hockey isn't playing. Um, but yeah, it, (laughs) uh, it's going to be a busy day and it'll be a fun day. And, uh, we will regroup next Monday when it's all said and done. Anything else we need to talk about with cross country?
2: Uh, I think we're good.
0: Okay, um, let's talk about football. Football team traveled to Jamestown on Friday, on Saturday. Well, they traveled on Friday actually, played on Saturday, and came away with a twenty-five thirteen win. Uh, three field goals in that one. A uh, couple of, a uh, couple of touchdowns, and I, yeah, did. Uh, did Take what they needed to. Yeah. A little banged up. Uh, you mean you talked about, vol- I mean, uh, we talked about injuries with volleyball. We talked about uh, cross country. Uh, Jessup Leakey did not play that particular day. Tyler Wieringa did not play. Grant Hickson got hurt. I don't know how seriously yet when the game was decided. So he, or I, I felt like the game was under control when he left the game. And uh, Eli Bolden also left. He's a wide receiver. But um, Jessup Leakey and Tyler Weiringa. we talked about the fact that we didn't think they would play on Saturday. They didn't. That does affect the group. But I looked at the the, uh, the players who came in and, pl- and played. They acquitted themselves quite nicely. Um, thinking of a Noah Bronner who hasn't had a lot of time at defensive tackle. He, he had a sack, did some nice things there. Uh, Ian McDonald didn't play either, so we had a couple of the freshmen at linebacker on Saturday on the middle. So um, they, like volleyball, you talk about plugging them in and learning. That's kind of what they did on Saturday.
2: Nothing like game experience, right? Yeah. That's the real thing. Get them ready. It's great to have depth when you, when you, when you have it. Yeah. And so
0: it's, I'm, I'm excited for this Saturday. Um, there, there was no one standout performance on Saturday against Jamestown. Uh, None of the running backs or quarterback ran for more than a hundred yards. It was very balanced once again. Um, I don't think we had any Big plays, I think we had a few that were plus 15, which is the coaching staff terms those explosive plays. Defensively, forced a couple turnovers, which was good to see because we'd kind of gone through a little bit of a drought that way. So um, took care of business. We talked about that. Now, over the last four weeks of the season, you begin a stretch. Pretty important. Three out of the four games are against teams that are Right around us in the standings. And we begin with Northwestern, a team that is defending a national champion. And how many in a row have they won? I think nineteen now.
2: I think that's the streak.
0: After yes. last week. So yep. they've 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 put it together and they're playing well. And I look at the names. Um, Jalen Gramstead at quarterback. Connor McQuillan at running back. Michael Story at wide receiver. I talked to Coach McCarty this morning, and I asked him. I said, "What's it like to have those kind of skill players back?" And he said, "Well, it gives us a jump start in terms of the offensive preparation and what we can do with that unit as the year progresses." So they they are, in my mind, a as good as advertised. And this week we find out where we stand.
2: Those three guys that you mentioned. I mean superlatives, but they're they're three of the best at their respective positions in maybe in the conference, if not nationally. Yeah. And and if you're gonna pick three positions, those are three important ones. Quarterback, yeah. running back, receiver. And then they, they had some they've got some youth on the
0: defensive side in their secondary. Yep. But up front they have a very seasoned group, and that's kind of where they that's where their strength lies it appears
2: correct and they can get after it they love getting to the quarterback and it's going to be tough to run on them teams have not had a lot of success running 75
0: yards per game so very similar to the dort numbers yes um they've got one more game under their belt than the dort team so one more game in the sample size but um yeah it will be a challenge in orange city that'll be a one o'clock kickoff i'm looking forward to it and i i just I just enjoy the fact that you now you get into a position of, okay, let's see where we're at, and we're going to find out where we're at. Where we are at, in ter- and they're rated, still rated number 22 in the country, not that that carries the same weight that it once did. We'll talk about that more in the coming weeks. Hockey played last week, and they, in those two games, how many goals did they score?
1: 23. That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to keep stats of. Um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It was. It was. It, it was, was a fun weekend. Yeah. Northern Illinois a little
0: short-handed. Did no, they they, they, had, they had full they had squad. They, they just
1: okay. Just I don't want to put this bluntly, but Warren not good. Right. And Dort has Griffin Lennis. I don't know if you've watched yeah. any of it. He is incredible. Yeah. He is. Big, fast, can shoot. He's shifty with the puck. And then you have leaders like Jonah Weems out there. And then you have Will DeBoer, who just always seems to find the net no matter where he is. Um, Look at
0: you turning (laughs) into a hockey
1: guy. Californian, who would have thought, right? (laughs) But, no, it's it's fun, especially – I mean, they played a tough um, Missouri State team a couple weeks ago, and it seemed like they were really struggling against them, which they were – I couldn't watch a ton of that game on the road, but they looked like a good defense. And then – Charlie Lang has put up – hasn't I guess Charlie Lang hasn't f- seen a ton of goals facing mm-hmm. Drake and Northern Illinois. They're wearing a ton of shots. Yeah.
0: so And they've got the weekend off this weekend. They and do. And I know that's been a conscious effort by Coach Morgan is he wanted to – he wanted to give a little bit more length in between some games just to not stack things up Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. He felt that his team wore down with that. So they've got the weekend off this weekend and then one game next week. One
1: on Friday uh, yeah. against Nebraska-Omaha, which I believe is a pretty solid team.
0: You know, they always have been. Yeah,
1: and then, the f- and then the following game will be on the road yeah. in Lincoln against Nebraska. Yeah. And then we'll get into the schedule later. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Nope. So the hockey team, uh, like we said, had great success last weekend. Uh, Men's and women's golf were off this week. They wrap up their fall season next week. They go into Kansas for that, both the women and the men. Um, What else do we have coming up? We got men's basketball. You were going to
2: say something, Matt? Um, I was going to say basketball preseason polls. Just came out this yep. morning. Has have the I haven't seen the women. The women's has, has come out. That's out now.
0: Are is Dort women number one yep. or not? Okay, yes. how the voting go? I mean, um, I'm going into this blind. I'm going to guess all but three first place votes.
1: Oh, we got 11 first place votes
0: out of thirteen.
1: Is it twelve? I don't know what's on the <laughs> the women's side of it. Because like, we, well, we can't vote for ourselves, right? No, we can't, right? can't vote so, for ourselves. And looking at the returners and
0: the season that was last year, I, it, it is warranted. I mean, I'm, you can't predict the future, obviously, right. and it's a very good league, but um, it, it doesn't surprise me that they are the, the number one no. preseason pick in the G Pack. Top,
1: top three goes Dort, Brewer, Cliff, Concordia.
0: Yeah, that's so. yeah. Briarcliff's got a lot of players back. And that's the team that beat our women last year in the conference tournament. Made a nice um, run in the postseason. Yeah. Concordia always seems to put something
1: together. Morningside not in the top three. Morningside huh? at seven, 68 points. So a little surprising as well. Who's we'll four? Uh, Jamestown. Okay. Jamestown and then Northwestern five, Dakota Wesleyan six, which I also would have thought Dakota Wesleyan could have been a little higher. Right. Or from what I would have, I guess I'm not voting on. But who who are you going to
0: pull them out? Who's going to. Right. I I mean, you just just listed off
1: seven. I mean, six out of those seven, I absolutely want no part of.
2: Correct. Voted schedule. On the bright
1: side, though, I don't think. Well, who's eighth? Eighth is Doan, who beat us last year. Yeah, I remember. They got that really that good guard freshman. who
0: can, yeah, and uh, she,
1: yeah. she can fill it up. Yeah. So, and then, oh, I mean, man. on the bright side, I think none of the other 11 well, want anything tell- to do with us. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, okay. Yeah. Um, Just put things in perspective, yeah. maybe. <laughs> well, okay. well, thank you, Josh. <laughs> the men fin- picked third. Third. Yep. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you look at the points and the polling. Five, five, and one One. for the, I mean, and so we got one first place vote out of the deal. But
2: was it the top two separated by one point? Correct. Morningside, Northwestern are separated by one point. Each got five first place votes. 93 points, 92. Dorton third with 85 and a first place vote. Yeah. So separated by eight. So that makes sense. Um, Who's fourth? Jamestown Jamestown without Mason Walters. Yeah. Fifth. Which is uh, Concordia. Yeah, I was
0: going to say Concordia's got to
2: be in there somewhere. I know, right? Concordia's fifth, Dakota Wesleyan sixth. There's a pretty big gap between five and six in terms of your points. So, and that's the yeah. Concordia-Dakota Wesleyan.
0: Yes, 68
1: yes. for Concordia, 47 for Dakota Wesleyan. Well, we
0: all know it's easy to go to the Corn Palace and win. <laughs> exactly, right? That happens a lot, <laughs> <Golly>. right?
1: <laughs> and you got
0: to – Oh, yeah. The double round robin, I mean, the, y- you earn it. When that season is over, you have earned it. It's
1: never a question of oh, they got lucky on that one. No, it it
0: stretches out over two to three months. You have to have staying power to do it. And when you're all done, that I mean, tip the hat. You don't get lucky in that one. It's not one outcome. And yeah, if you if this hadn't happened, you earned it. So I, okay, well, man, is that that's why our basketball coaches look so old though, right? (laughs) <laughs> they're not they're not, they're not stressed, are they? Yikes! Oh, man. Well, I will say they handle it pretty well from they the do. exterior. So, um, well, okay.
1: I'm excited for basketball season.
0: I am too. It's be um, a good one. I'll feel a lot better when some of these fall sports wrap up. Whenever they do, but <laughs> right. no, it, it's fun and we enjoy it. And it's uh, there are a lot worse ways to make a living. Um, I think that's it. Am I, what am I missing?
2: Can I interject something about cross-country? You can interject anything you want, Matt. Because I know we have a lot of listeners. So if you are going to the cross-country meet, You need to buy a Nebraska State Park Pass, and you can purchase it online. We have the link on our website. It'll both be in the preview, and if you go to the schedule, there's a link there. But you must purchase one. You can do it ahead of time, or I think you can do it on-site, but I would encourage ahead.
0: Yeah, based on the size of things, I mean, the other part of it is, and I have learned this with the national meet when it was held in Cedar Rapids, and I knew going in that was the case, and you know this from attending meets, If you're going to attend, show up early Yes. um, because it just takes a while to funnel everybody into these events. I mean, it's probably single or double lane maybe, and then you've got to find a spot to park, and then you've got to figure out the course. So if you're going to go and enjoy the event, give yourself ample time.
2: Yep course map too if you want yeah. the map it's online as well and print that out or if you like it on your phone it's there
0: all of that at godort.com or download our app that's that even better I, 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 I forget about that one but the, the search dort defenders on your uh, wherever you download your apps from google uh, the play store or the apple store um you can do it both places i I have shown it to people that aren't aware of it, and they are like, why wasn't I doing this earlier? And it's like, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> part of it, part of it is you, they don't know about it, so we have to continue to educate. But you talk about easy to follow and on the go and have the information there. The, I mean, you can pull up this, the godoor.com site online as well on your phone and presents pretty well mobily. But the app is built for it, and it's pretty handy, so that would be my suggestion. Listen to me if you want. I'm just the, the ramblings of an old old sports information director. <laughs> um, okay, so anything else that I have missed? We're good.
1: I think that's it.
2: We've checked the boxes.
1: All right.
0: Well, we will uh, get into it next week, and next week we will be uh, talking about a Defender Days weekend coming up and all that kind of good stuff. But for Matt Boss and Josh Tatton, I'm Mike Biker for this Defender Discussions. Have a great weekend.